Welcome to your weekly sober analysis of past and present leadership failures and successes, all taken direct from the headlines and all in under 10 minutes. I'm your host, Hassan Sorrells, and welcome to Leader Buzz. Hello there. There is a pertinent story about a man who was working on an oil platform in the North Sea. He woke up one night from a loud explosion, which suddenly set his entire oil platform on fire. In mere moments, he was surrounded by flames. Through the smoke and heat, he barely made his way out of the chaos to the platform's edge. When he looked down over the edge, all he could see were the dark, cold, foreboding Atlantic waters. As the fire approached him, the man had mere seconds to react. He could stand on the platform and inevitably be consumed by the burning flames, or he could plunge 30 meters into the freezing waters. The man was standing upon a burning platform, and he needed to make a choice. He decided to jump. It was unexpected. In ordinary circumstances, the man would never consider plunging into icy waters, but these were not ordinary times. His platform was on fire. The man survived the fall and the waters. After he was rescued, he noted that a burning platform caused a radical change in his behavior. We too are standing on a burning platform, and we must decide how we are going to change our behavior. That is a piece of a memo, a now infamous memo, the burning platform memo posted to an internal Nokia mobile phone employee system in 2011, uh, 12 years ago as of this recording, by former Nokia CEO Stephen Elop. Designed to goose or motivate the product and marketing divisions at Nokia to compete more innovatively against Apple and Android. If you look around at the mobile phone market today, clearly, it did not have its intended effect. 12 years later, in a post-COVID world of leadership, the much larger metaphorical platforms of credibility and authority are burning, and have been for quite some time. Speaking of which, when you get into burning platforms, uh, recently, British Petroleum Oil Company, or BP Oil, originator of the deep water Horizon oil platform that did indeed catch on fire in 2010, which may or may not have been the inspiration for the now infamous Nokia memo, uh, BP Oil recently fired their CEO, Bernard Looney. According to the AP News Service, quote, Looney, 53, resigned Tuesday after he accepted that he was, quote-unquote, not fully transparent in his disclosures about past relationships with colleagues, close quote. Not fully transparent. Now, there's a link between the burning platform memo and the BP CEO getting fired, separated by 13 years. Uh, now, 13 years is a lifetime in terms of corporate governance, but in terms of human history and human behavior, these two data points demonstrate an important lesson for leaders. But first, we must be honest about what the term fully transparent means in a corporate governance context in the year 2023. 
In corporate speak, fully transparent means sharing information with appropriate leaders in the C-suite who can then use that information to protect or damage a reputation when investigators and regulators come by. In light of the Me Too, hashtag Me Too era, uh, the post-George Floyd social justice era, and in the corporate DEI era we currently inhabit, fully transparent means sharing information with appropriate leaders in the C-suite who can then use that information to protect or damage reputation when investigators, regulators, and woke activists come along. BP Oil Company, with a market cap of $111.12 billion, and with a corporate headquarters in London, England, and with a history of well-documented corporate malfeasance, can be forgiven for not understanding what the new rules are around addressing interpersonal consensual relationships at work between people with and without power in the post-COVID workplace. After all, their market cap is larger than some countries in the world, and we have long since entered the era of CEOs having the power and privileges of feudal monarchs in the past, in organizations currently that are the size of small nation states. But the platforms upon which interpersonal consensual relationships at work used to be built are now everywhere on fire, and not just at the corporate level. Person after person, from celebrities to regular people, I just saw an article about Kevin Costner, uh, are having their lives turned inside out because the risk inherent in interpersonal consensual intimate relationships with people both at work and not at work, but we're going to keep this to at work, with people at work are turning out to be worth less than the reward offered. What is consensual, what is intimate, and what is risky is being redefined by activists of all stripes in the broader culture. And leaders, particularly leaders in government and business, need to keep a close eye on those shifting cultural mores. After all, choosing which way to jump from a burning platform into the North Sea of societal and cultural unknowns in the West is a risky enough decision without complicating it with interpersonal considerations. And well, that's it for me.